Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. So I was sitting in this coffee house and this old man at the table next to me struck up a conversation. He said you had an amazing story. Let's see then, where to begin. I was born and raised in one of the most beautiful places on earth. It was a time filled with wonder that I'll always remember. But when my family chose to move our zoo halfway around the world, that is when my greatest journey began. Listening to Movie Sucktastic. Ha 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 
can all go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us again for Movie Sucktastic. Hello. Hello, everybody. How's you doing? Episode, episode 101. We, we've, we've passed over the 100, and now we're into the ones again. We're into the, We're starting it from the top. <laughs> well, from the well, we're always at first starting from the top because we're always at the latest episode. So that doesn't make any sense. But it all right, zero sense. I'm just trying to follow your lead. That's okay. That's norm for the show. We're not. We're not. We're, we're doing fine. We're doing all right. The boys are all right. Well, I, I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, I'm going to apologize ahead of time for this episode. I am not my jovial, psychotic, endearing, uh, lovable self today. I'm a little bit run down just from the uh, hectic, hectic uh, last couple weeks, days, uh, something like somewhere in between of that. So you know, it's a little more subdued episode, uh, which is good because we're we're reviewing, uh, I guess, a subdued film. Now, we're reviewing Life of Pi. Correct. And, and because going there's no way because there's no way in shit I was sitting through Lincoln Lincoln this week. <laughs> no, no no way in hell am I gonna spend two was it two and a half? It's gotta be like four hours, right? How long it's, is that? It's it's two it's a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, no no way this week could I handle sitting through two and a half hours of guys dressed in period costume muttering to each other. Now I I, 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 I we we need to free the slaves. I heard that. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Everything's great. What's wrong with you? What are you in? Haven't you seen Django? <laughs> I know how this movie ends. Damn it! <laughs> There's no surprises in this. They should be um, showing. The, I I really hope they're showing this film on marquees next to Bullet in the Head. <laughs> Lincoln, uh, well, you just, that, it's, it's like spoiler alert on the screen. That's all. There you go. I mean, I I, I don't want to sound ignorant. I don't want to say oh, it's about history and stuff. Uh, but honestly, if there's a story that's already been told enough, um, I mean, whatever. I don't know. It's it's. No, I, I agree. You're right. There's there's only three kinds of audiences you're gonna get. Audiences that are like bored. Yeah. Audiences that are that are captivated and, and that's just creepy. And <laughs> audiences we're gonna bitch the whole time because it's historically inaccurate in some way, shape or but they, they didn't they didn't use that kind of lapel back in the, that time period. That didn't happen until ten years later. So oh, fuck. <laughs> I I guarantee you right now, if you go to IMDB and I'm not going and go to the <laughs> trivia page uh, uh, or the goof section, I guarantee there's a whole list of buttons like that weren't crafted until uh, 20 years after Lincoln was shot. This is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't handle that this week. I'd rather watch the Indian kid fight with a tiger. Um, now, uh, and I agree, the, because we've been trying to do two films every week because of the Oscars, because there's nine nominated, and we're trying to get as many in as we can. There's just no way I'm watching two movies this week, let alone Life of Pi and Lincoln. And Lincoln. Oh. It just ain't happening. Not And I was going to 
Yeah, and I was going to suggest a more since it's Valentine's Day. Yeah. That looked even. Uh, uh, if, if I'm if I'm more attentive and, and curious and interested, I can handle an, an, an adult film. I, I'm not in that mood this week. <laughs> I'm not agreed. Um, now, uh, Life of Pi. It's um, it, it's based on on the book of the same name by uh, Jan de- Mar- Martel. Been in development and, since 2002 or so. Uh, 2001. When, and oh, you mean the movie? I'm sorry. I mean, the movie. yeah, the movie's been in development since like 2002 or so. And originally they had uh, M. Night Shyamalan and Eminem uh, attached to it. And he was, you know, that, it makes yeah. sense. I mean, why the wouldn't they... Did. Yeah, they, why wouldn't we, they get one of the premier di- you know, directors who happens to be Indian to direct this that film? Because that, that was before uh, The Happening. <laughs> That's before The Lady in the Water. Um... It, it or Lady in the Lake. I, I don't even know what the. Fuck no, no, Lady was. in the Water. You're it right. Was Lady in the Water? Okay. Lady, Lady in the Lake is you know. Excalibur. That was like the be- the beginning of the end, right? Lady in the Water. That that was exactly the beginning of the end. Yes, <laughs> exact. If you want to chart the down, forget about movies people complained about. Uh, a lot of people bitch about Wait, uh, like the village and signs. Yeah, fuck know. them. Those were good movies. Yes. Uh, the, the beginning of the end was uh, was Lady in the Water, just because everything. Two things. One. His twist was like so untwisty. He's like, okay, yeah, we saw this coming because we're looking for the twist now, and he kills a film critic in the film. Yeah, <laughs> and that was just like a red flag of like, you know, what? he's fucking done. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you can hate him all you want, you can't kill them in your film. That's right. Well, so what do you what do you think you're doing, man? <laughs> Unless they're the hero or something, but you can't. Yeah, right. It was, it's cringeworthy. It's, it's like listening to Kevin Smith talk about uh, his film career. I thought you were going to take it easy on Kevin Smith a little bit. Uh, no, no, this isn't trashing Kevin Smith, but I'm saying if you listen to his earlier commentary, audio commentaries, especially like the audio commentaries for uh, the uh, the comic, the cartoon series, mm-hmm. uh, he spends a good deal of time, just, and, and I'm not saying he's wrong, but there's a good deal of time whining about and, and he had a nervous breakdown practically because his fans were rebelling against him calling his stuff shit. And l- look at Dogma. Dogma's whole thing was him chasing down fans complaining about his films and, and uh, attacking them for it. Right, right. No, it was maybe right. been tongue-in-cheek. But he's still pretty much saying, "All you people making fun of my films, fuck you." And <laughs> no, you don't do that. You make your art. You walk on. You don't. You don't argue with the people looking at the art. So, and that he did. M. Shyamalan did the same thing and same results. So okay. uh, yes, I'm agreeing. Okay. Um, now, the the book was according to the wiki page. It was um, <laughs> it, it was rejected by five. London publishing companies or publishing houses. All right. And now, now, hold on. Can I, can, I, can I just say that any novel, unless you're Stephen King, is going to get rejected by multiple publishing houses before it gets... Well, not. No, no one sends their first novel out and immediately, oh, we'll take it. Jesus Christ, how much can we pay you? You know, if it's your first book or if it's a, if it's a book that's a bit off and you're not a na- big name like fucking James Patterson, yeah, it's going to get rejected. So I don't even think consider that to be any kind of oh, shocking trivia. Okay. But, uh, sorry. Well, you're the authority on that. That's why I brought it up. No, no, no. Don't, 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 don't you lay that on me. <laughs> I just got, I've got, I've got my. I laid that on you, bro. I got my biased opinion and that's it. Don't, don't. <laughs> when, when, when I, when I get, when I have a book rejected by 10 publishers and then i get to get sold and make a minimum money then i'll be an authority on that okay. right now i'm just spouting you're just spouting. 
well, anyway, Ang Lee is the director of this film, mm-hmm. and in much, much the way Ang Lee directs his movies, it's very beautiful, it, and and it's very, in my opinion, it was pretty fucking boring, and that's just Ang Lee's oh. style. Now, not everything that he does is that oh. way. Slow. It, I don't mind. I don't mind slow. I don't really mind slow. Um, Yeah. But it it just... Personally, I really... I didn't like this movie at all. Really? I I really didn't like this movie. Now, don't get me wrong. There were scenes that I thought were good. Um, You know, there were definite scenes that I enjoyed... But as a whole, I, I, I just, I, I was, I did not enjoy this film at all. And that's just, I, I, I thought the, why? the, why? Okay. Personally, <laughs> personally, this style of film, uh, I, I normally enjoy where it's what style told. Is that? What? What style is that? Where it's told from the perspective of, say, one person. Where it's one person or two people. Uh, the entire film, just about, is almost not a coming of age, but a. Like the story flows in a certain way because there's only one person in the movie. You know? I, I tend to enjoy films that are, are lonely like that. But I didn't enjoy this at all. I, I thought him stranded in the middle of the ocean bored the shit out of me. I thought even with a, even with a Bengal tiger attached to it. I thought him jumping off the boat and into the ocean got fucking boring real fast. He must have did that five times. I thought the oh, fact that he he made a raft out of uh, the only thing that he could actually fucking uh, you know steer his himself into safety uh, or towards a goddamn island. He took the oars. And made a fucking life raft out of them. It's like maybe What's you should put do? that, maybe you should put that on the boat and use that to paddle somewhere. Dude, dude, it's a thirty-man raft. He ain't paddling that anywhere. You're not. Well, you know what? Then don't just sit in the middle of the ocean and do nothing. Do something. You're right. He should have jogged. <laughs> now, I'll, I'm gonna take it this from a different angle to start with. I am a bad audience for this film. The main reason being is that I have a strong distaste for the Indian culture. <laughs> I, I'm. I, w- I wasn't going to go in that direction because really? to, well, to be afraid to be afraid to sound I, racist. Well, I'm not trying to sound racist. I'm not saying I don't. I'm not saying I hate Indians. I'm not saying I don't like Indian people. I'm saying I have a strong distaste, just like the English might have a strong distaste for the French culture. I, I have everything about the Indian culture kind of irritates me, uh, from the religion uh, to the the artwork, uh, the to the accents. Everything about it irritates me to a certain extent. I have no reason why. I'm not saying I'm right. So this is the kind of thing. Like if like if if, I, if for some reason uh, Irish accents get under my skin, I'm not, I'm not watching you know Irish film. I'm not watching Rob Roy. That's Scottish. Never mind. Um, <laughs> So, so I'm a bad, I'm a bad audience for this film from the start. Uh, also, I'm changing. Seen, I'm, I'm changing my opinion. That's why I didn't like it. 
You were you were, you were subterfuging. I was listen. It did bore me, but you know why it bored you? Wow, you know I, this movie I, that I have on in the, in the background, this Indian film, has a lot of nudity in it. <laughs> oh my! Was not expecting that at all. Ooh. Um, I thought uh, they were a little bit more. Uh... Oh my! That shows how much you know about Bollywood, my friend. I mean, now, um, what I'm gonna say is, uh, I I know why you were bored. Why was I and bored? I, I chalked this up to CGI. If this okay. film was made twenty, thirty years ago, uh, we'd be talking right now about how amazing it was how they managed to film the tiger and the kid in the same scenes and how the train the t- training of the tiger and the locations and and it just all of that so we we be talking about that right now we be talking about how they filmed on the locations how they did this or what they did to create these these effects and what they did to show the boat that, that shot where he's underwater and he sees the boat sinking and just that that shot and how they accomplished that we be talking all about the magic behind the making of this film and we're not talking about that now because it's all just fucking computer graphics. Uh, there's nothing magical about a tiger in the film when 86% of the shots are a computer-generated tiger that we know is a computer-generated tiger because it looks like a computer-generated tiger. Anybody tells you it looks like a real tiger is a fucking moron. It, Agreed. You, you can you can watch it and it's it's not like it's it's you know a lot of oh I couldn't tell which scenes the little tiger was real well then you're an idiot you know or you're a five year old you know I I will uh, say this is the closest I've seen to where they've gotten CGI animals pretty good but you I'm not you're right not good. you could still I'm not not, yeah you know well, in, in, in there's no doubt that, that there's no doubt about what scenes are CGI and what aren't but yeah it, it's the closest I've seen. That they've got, right, they've but, gotten it to but, get to get almost getting right. But that begs the question: if there's if we can get so close that it's obvious that this is like wow they've gotten so close to real, and yet there's no way you you could stare at the screen and go, I wonder what scene doesn't have a real tiger in it. I don't. Hmm. You can tell. So if that's the case, if you can watch this film with realistic animals being portrayed by computer graphics, but still know it's a computer graphic. Why are we bothering? No, I know. What's the point? It reminds uh, me of um, back when I was a kid. Do you remember the uh, uh, the film Tarzan, The Legend of Greystoke? With, um, yes, I do. What's his face? Uh, uh, Lambert? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Christopher Lambert. It was well, a great role for him because he didn't talk a lot. <laughs> this is true. Uh, I remember back then, and, and I'm a little kid. This is 1984. All right, I'm, prob- I'm nine years old. Okay, and they had a contest, and this was the premiere of this movie on Showtime. They had this contest, and they said, if you can spot all of the gorillas that are not real in every scene, you just mark down what scene it's in, and and you can identify all of them. You won like some grand prize, like a cruise, you know, somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, what? Even as a kid, I'm watching this fo- movie, and I'm, that's fake. It's fake. It's guy. This guy in a suit. Okay, that's a real monkey. <laughs> that's a guy in a. It just. It. The, and this is you know twenty five years ago, so. Uh, yeah, we we we've come a long way, but not we're not there yet. Not there yet. Well, will you ever get there? I mean. Yeah, at at some point. Listen, uh, all I the, mean, all at the, some point they'll get it. 
Let's let's mention a film we haven't mentioned in a while. Avatar. Yeah. Here, here's the thing where you won't believe it. I mean, you'll believe there's real that these are real aliens. You'll they're, they're so realistic. You there's not a fucking way that you're gonna look at that. I don't care how smooth and fluid and how many pixels or what have you. I don't care how great it looks. There's no way you're looking at it and going, going. Are you sure they didn't get real aliens for this? Because that looks no, no. It's still no matter what <laughs> well, you do. It's still obviously special graphics. What was the uh, James Cameron quote? This will change everything. <laughs> and then uh, he he says, yeah, this will change everything. Meaning this will change everything about the way films are made. He was being a real cocky, smug bastard about that. Then <laughs> later yeah. on, I think it was even later that week. Then the Hurt Locker wins best picture. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and then later in the week, he he, he he corrects himself and he says, well, maybe it's not going to change everything, uh, but it not, is going to, ch- yeah. It's not going to taste how your egg, it's not going to change how your eggs taste. Right. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's not going to change, the, you know, it's not going to change price of gas. I mean, I mean let's, let's be fair. He was basically backpedaling. Uh, it just, this will change everything. It's it, not going to change, you know, uh, your belief in God. It's not going to change how much money you make. Yeah, it'll change how much money I make. Because I'm going to make a fuckload of money off of this dipshit nonsense. So enjoy. Enjoy. Fuck him. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, I was talking about, I was agreeing with you about the Indian culture and, and all that. I like Indian food. I don't like I, Indian movies. You know what? I, I, I don't mainly for, for because of, uh, I, I for my I've had Indian food before, and my, my feeling is that all the spices that are in there are just because food is harder to get in India, and so they put the spices in it, so you so you don't want seconds. Really? That's my theory. That's your theory. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. I uh, I really dig Indian food personally. I don't know. But I, it's, uh, that, do... it's one of those cultural things too, where a lot of the spices were in the foods, in like in the meats, for example, so they didn't go bad, and. <laughs> And so now that's that's why they use those spices, even though now we have refrigeration. So, so that's hey, me. It's your opinion. It's it's <laughs> I, well, I, everything's my opinion. Everything <laughs> is. You just said maybe I'm maybe actually, you're wrong. Actually, that's that's not an opinion. That's a theory. It's a theory. Yes, that's a theory. So a little fact could, checking. I'm sure you're wrong. Uh, I bet I could find some some facts to back me up. There. Maybe we should start reviewing this movie though. Um. Well, we were with the graphics and stuff, so let's not be totally okay. down on ourselves. All right. Uh, now, the the main theme of the film is about belief and about oh, religious. So religious. Alleg- well, it's about allegory too. It's about it's like it, when when this starts off, he's being told the story of Vishnu, and you know some wacky. Uh, uh, cultural uh, savage idea about looking in the mouth of this baby god and seeing the whole universe you know whatever uh the Gre- the greeks had better gods and <laughs> yeah, yes they did yeah and what did they what did they say in the film they have something like ten thousand gods uh, it was like it was like something million it was like millions Damn i'm pretty sure god. he said um but but what i'm getting at is that that whole setup of him being told this allegory to try to explain the universe sets up the story of the life raft with the tiger as it's meant to be an allegory for possibly be an allegory for something else. I don't want to ruin the ending just because I'm not a bad guy. Uh, so, which I did like the ending though. 
you saw it coming. Well, you did see it coming, but I, I mean, still like, liked it. Um, and so it's it's about how we, the film's theme is about how we as men, as we as people, we as uh, a species, create allegory, religious allegory or otherwise, to explain stuff that either to help us explain things in a simpler format. How to take something traumatic, uh, but uh, but uh, irrefutable, and turn it into a simpler story that's not even not even just simpler, but more endearing and more enter- entertaining, and gives more hope. Uh, and it's been done before. Oh yeah, it's been done countless times. <laughs> I've done before, and it's it's hard to watch this film and at certain points not think of Big Fish. Or secondhand lions, or other films of that nature that that follow a similar type theme. Uh, you you could even go back as far as uh, Terry Gilliam films. If you want to go to Time Bandits and Munchausen, although you know, right? Not as not as uh, uh, tr- not t- attempting as much to ground itself in reality as others. So that's where it's coming from, and it, it pulls that off from a from a from a writing standpoint, telling the story. It pulls that off wonderfully, I think. I think there's a great craft in in the character arc, in Re- Revelation, in the approach to the to the uh, subject matter. Right. I, I the story is great. I think where the film falls flat is the direction, not because it's directed poorly. I don't think Ang Lee's a bad director, but I think what fails it is the the the, the budget. I think there's too much money dumped in this film. I think I'm I think uh, taking a film like this and just making everything look so picturesque perfect uh, to try to, to give kind of a super reality in some ways I think just cheapens it. I think you're right. Um, it, it just and it was also in 3D so there's lots oh, of things really? flying at the screen. It, it like, was in 3D? When he was pointing that stick at the screen for five minutes straight? That was in yeah, 3D? You, you, you I, couldn't I, tell? I, I had no idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know out there, yes, it was in 3D, and they do a lot of pointing things at the screen and uh, flying fish or whatever the hell those were, flying, you know, skimming off the water. Uh, they do lots of shit like that. My favorite was the 3D cat, the 3D tiger spraying in my face. That was my favorite. I was <laughs> I like, like that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, this should be a ride. Oh. Uh, the you know it's funny you mentioned uh, how this you know it's been done before, and what? one thing that comes to mind is even almost the theme of someone on a boat. Now, the uh, the hemp the hemp well, yeah, I love the movie Castaway. I think uh, at the end, after the end credits, they should have had uh, there should have been a oh. shot after at the end credits of Richard Parker playing with Wilson in the jungle. Oh. And, 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 and that's another thing. What? Where he's on the beach and he's... You didn't even laugh at that. Like you're, That upsets me. I didn't even get a chuckle out of that. <laughs> that really bothered me because I thought that was kind of funny. Thank well, you. Well, it's a good it's a good segue for where I was going to go with the Wilson thing. Tom yeah, Hanks... Not a great yeah, it, segue. It was, it, dude, it was hilarious. Okay? Everybody <laughs> start laughing. <laughs> Just saying. It was funny. You know what it'll be? I'll be? I'll listen back to the podcast and I'll laugh and then I won't hear myself laugh and then you tell me how I didn't laugh and then I'll feel bad. Good. <laughs> now, carry, now, now continue. Okay, thank you. Uh, Tom Hanks, the way he emotes about Wilson, when he's on, on, on the raft and he loses Wilson, 
and he's screaming, you know, uh, for Wilson. That scene alone, ten times more powerful than him staring at a tiger, you know, later on being all emotional about it. Well, you know why? Because the tiger's not real. <laughs> it's CGI. Well, it, yes, it's a fake The volleyball is more real than the goddamn tiger. Well, exactly. And I'm just pointing out that everything that this film didn't do, Castaway did better in every aspect. And now, where you were going about it being done before, the, the first thing that comes to mind well, is was, Ernest Hemingway's The Old Man in the Sea and the Spencer Tracy film, Old Man in the Sea, I enjoyed more than I enjoyed this. I never liked uh, Hemingway's Old Man in the Sea. Oh, really? I don't know why. Don't know why. It's wow. just I'm, it's, I'm not knocking Hemingway, uh, even though I enjoy doing that sometimes to piss people off. But <laughs> Old Man in the Sea has never been a, a popular one of mine. And that's more man versus nature, where this one's more into it's Even though the theme of the film is man versus nature on the surface, it runs right. much deeper than that. Uh, it's and, that, and, that's, that, and that's the problem with the film, too. It's kind of a bait and switch. Uh which is okay when you're reading a book because I think you've got a h- higher level of intelligence for averaging. I'm I gotta stop right there. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, it's interesting. Let me, it, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Okay. Okay, your, go ahead. your reading audience is more likely to have uh, the background to understand the layered themes and how one is really being used to portray the other, whereas your average movie theater audience is too busy talking to each other okay so that's but i mean when i said it's been done before i was kind of tongue-in-cheek when i did that obviously the major themes run throughout all films through there well, of course. and it's kind of and it's kind of unfair to compare it to castaway because castaway was going for a realistic feel and that was and that had a lot less to do uh it had a totally separate theme to it than this film does oh it's totally different theme yeah yeah, I mean, he's stranded but, on an island, he's on a boat. I mean, that's different right there. But Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hogging the mic on this. No, it's okay. Uh, well, I kind of forgot where I was going to go with this. Oh, I'll take over. <laughs> um, no, what I, I think, I, for me, I keep coming back to the CGI because I think, uh, when you be back, again, 20 years ago, an epic film was oh, epic. Oh, I remember what I was going to say, but go ahead. An epic film was epic because... You saw all the effort on the screen. There's no effort with this. Every is like, oh, why? You know, you know that they did all this stuff with the flying fish and the stuff that are saying, not because it's in the book, because they could do it. Mm-hmm. They could do everything, and and they, you know, you dump a budget into it, and you spend all the money on all this graphics, and the, it costs money. But they, it was the a sweat- hundred and fifty million dollar budget for this. Right, but the blood and sweat isn't in there, and the craftsmanship isn't in there, and I and and I think having a scene where there's a tiger and a kid and you know for a fact there's a glass wall between them is ten times more interesting than a scene with a tiger and a kid and you know that the tiger's not even there because it's a fucking computer graphic animated lump of digits. One's a, a series of ones and zeros shared the life raft with me. It's just, it's unimpressive. I'm unimpressed with these... Ever since Troy, I'm just like, it's been downhill for me with CGI. Ever since Troy... Because I'm trying to think the, of, of it going back further Troy. than that. The trailer for Troy, because you know they were doing you know Lord of the Rings is out. They were doing math and graphics like wow this is great. The trailer for Troy was one long boat. Camera pulls back ten long boats. 
camera pulls it back. Fifty longboats. Camera pulls it back. A thousand longboats. And, and I remember watching that and thinking, ten years ago I would have been impressed as shit. Now it, it doesn't mean anything to me because I know you just doubled the graphic feature on the. It's you just plugged it in. It's, I'm not impressed. And ever since then, I've become less and less impressed with what they try to do on the screen as an epic. And they're achieving more with less effort, and I the, the less effort is all I'm seeing. Maybe it's just me. Maybe no, I'm just biased. No, it's 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 great point, and and I, I I I tend to agree with you a lot uh, when you when when you you know go on a tangent like that because what? it's the fucking truth. Is that a tangent? Yeah. A little bit. Okay. It was a little bit. All right, all right. Um, okay. Now I've never read the book for this, and it, me neither. Now, just judging by what I've seen in the film, my gut tells me that this book reads ten times better than the film is uh, put to, to, to celluloid. And the reason I say that is because I think a lot of the themes that they try and go for from book to film, they kind of lose a little bit. It's, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm listening. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> Anyway, um, no, I think they, you know, and, and not to sound like, you know, the book's better, but I think this is one of those instances, if I did, if I did read the book, I, I get the feeling that I would enjoy it ten times more uh, than, than the film. It just, there, there's a lot of aspects to the film that I can tell probably got portrayed much better in the book, probably delivered a... a a better message uh, flowed better uh, and just overall just you know just read better than what they did in the movie you know and I just found him on a boat with a CGI tiger to be boring and that's just that's just the way I felt about it and and you know I I, I, I try to have an open mind about it and I just it, it just did not work for me this movie it just didn't and I have to agree with you. It's like I'm not saying it's a bad film, and I don't think you're saying it's a bad film. But I, like I, you said, no, I didn't. No, I, I just didn't it's, like it's it. Just, yeah. It just, it, it's it's a little dull, and it, and it's sad because it's. I think literary wise, it's great writing. It's a great story. It's a great idea. It's right. it's complex. It's layered, yet it's simple and and, and approachable. I, I like it, but what ruins it is just they they threw it on the big screen and tur turned it into an epic. And um, sometimes less is more, mm -hmm. and sometimes more is an IMAX 3D spectacle. Kind of makes me think of the uh, the Matthew McConaughey speech in um, A Time to Kill, where he's in the courtroom, and Sam Jackson with the <sighs> daughter, and then at the very end, we know, don't. <laughs> Go ahead. No, Go ahead. it just. And I and I hate to make it because we were talking about the Indian culture, and that's one of the reasons why we didn't like it. Think of this film if it wasn't Indian culture, if it was just any any other type of culture. If it if it was, would it Indian have translated culture. better? Would Would you have liked it more? No, I, I honestly don't think so. Because it would still also, be someone on a boat with a CGI tiger. And I have no problem with the Indian culture being involved in it. I'm not saying I hated it because of that. I, I, I admit it up front I'm a bad audience for this kind of film because I'm automatically going to cringe a little bit just at the, the setting. 
Uh, if it was done in another culture, I would not like the film more. Uh, I would, I would, uh, if it was done with another culture, there would be less instances in the film where I, where I was kept waiting for them to ask me uh, if I was having trouble with my internet. <laughs> I kept waiting for one of the characters to ask me to please hold. Uh, beyond that, I, there wouldn't have been any difference, really. Okay. I just was curious. And uh, ironically, I watched this film a day after I uh, totally, totally went off on two Indian uh, uh, te- uh, support co- uh, call service people from American Express. Uh, by the way, American Express, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I almost made this one guy cry. It was fun. Uh, so it's kind of ironic that I did that, and then because because technically in that in, in that case in this film I'm the Bengal tiger. Oh, okay. I guess if you want to do a metaphor, You're that'd be a weird, that'd be an tiger. interesting like alternate version of this film that like to do a scene from the but instead of uh, trying to tame the tiger, uh, he keeps trying to get his uh, billing information. <laughs> like that. that's totally out of line, and uh, and I admit that. It but I'm not taking it. But it's funny. Anyway, oh that you chuckle uh, at. Nothing gets me in trouble. You'll chuckle at. Sure. All right. Yeah, I got sure, you. Sure, sure. Um, so yeah, it, I don't know if I would have liked it more with a different culture. I I might. I don't know. I don't want to say definitely no. I I mean I'll never see it in a different culture, but I, I don't want to say definitely no. Um, just because I do agree with you that. I'm not the biggest fan of the Indian culture myself. Right. and But again, so, that's what's holding me back from the film. What's holding me back is the over-the-top CGI graphics that totally suck any... any. So, he's talking about looking into a tiger's eyes and like seeing seeing a soul. Right. And then you're surrounded by soulless, top-state-of-the-art computer graphics. There's your soul. There's your lack of soul right there. Something tells me I would have... For- I might have forgiven it a little more with a different culture. I don't know. I don't know. That's because you're racist. Maybe. <laughs> uh, do we want to rate this movie? Yeah, sure. Life of Pi is on 8.2. You gotta be fucking way kidding me. On 102,000 votes. That is way too fucking high. No, no, no. That's not way gonna... Way too that's high. It's way too fucking high. I say drop it a point for the CGI animals, specifically the tiger. Uh-huh. I say drop it another point. I say drop it another point for um, the, uh, well, I, I say I, drop it another point because I think just sitting out there on a boat for 227 days not doing a goddamn thing pisses me off. I know that's how it was written in the book. He did a lot of stuff. He did more stuff than uh, Kevin Costner did in Waterworld. He didn't blow up the ship. Wouldn't that be funny? That was a ship Kevin Costner blew up <laughs> in Waterworld. Why are we comparing Waterworld to Life of Pi? Does they the both way? take place? Because Waterworld was the same problem. Oh, so we're still on a boat, eh? An hour later. <laughs> oh, look at that. We're still on a boat. <laughs> this, this is fun. Uh, I, I'm just disagreeing with you. I, I think he did a lot of stuff on the boat. I don't think it was boring because of... I think he jumped off the boat and into the ocean too much. It's really? Like, oh my he, god, he, there's that, a tiger. I'm jumping in the ocean. Okay, I'm going to try and get back on, but wait a minute. Uh, you're going to try and attack me for eating a fucking biscuit. I'm going to jump back in the ocean. Okay, a little bit later, I'm going to get back on this boat, and then I'm going to jump back in the ocean. 
I think you're grasping, sir. I think you're grasping. Grasping at what? How many I times would... does he jump off the fucking boat and into the ocean? Jesus yeah. Christ. He's in the ocean if, on if a I... boat with a tiger. What are you going to do with But he tiger? keeps jumping off the boat and into the fucking ocean because he's pissed, it... scared pissed. Uh, scared pissed. Because he's scared shitless from the fucking tiger on the boat. It just... well, what, Stop what jumping you... off the fucking boat. What, what? are you going to do with tiger attacks you on the boat? First of all, if if I'm that scared of a tiger, I'm gonna do everything I can to get the tiger off the boat, and then the boat's mine, bitch. Yeah, it just—I don't know. It just—it angered me. It angered me. You 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 take the oars and and you make a life raft out of them. At at least show me an attempt to fucking raft, you know, row somewhere, and then realize, okay, it's a thirty-person boat. This isn't the best idea. He's, he's he's smarter than you because he's not going to try to row a 30-person boat first. He's going to build a raft to stay away from the freaking tiger that he can't get out of the boat. Oh, I, I, I I think you're grasping, sir, but uh, I'll give you a 7, but I wouldn't go lower than that. You don't I, think I, this I'm, is lower I'm than a 7? seven? It's at an 8. I'm saying down to 7. Yes? No? I think, it, I think, it, I, I think this film's a 6. No, I disagree. I, I, I think it's very well written. I think the story is good. I, I think the the main failing is the CG, over-the-top CGI graphics. I don't think it deserves a six for that. I don't think... It, you you agree to me it's not a bad film. It's just a boring no. film. I, I, I wouldn't say six. Six is bad. Seven's just... I don't know. I feel like we've been giving movies too high a score lately. I, I think it, this is an Oscar-nominated film. Oh, fuck and that. If... <laughs> If I had a major plot issue with the film, so was Avatar. Uh, we're yeah, not right. going to play. But we're not going to play that card. But but there was so much more wrong with Avatar than just oh the graphics were bo- got monotonous. There was so much more wrong with that than that. This film, the only real failing I can find, is the C- the, the again the the over the top CGI really just obscuring any real soul to the film. And I think your boredom is an extension of that. I say seven. Can I get this down to a six somehow? I I I I'm gonna fight you on this. I really am. I just I I think if we're gonna be fair to hmm. the films that aren't bad films, we can't go trashing this one down to six just because you have a problem with people jumping in water. <laughs> would you? Uh, would is there anything that you would rate it higher for any reason? No. I think it's as high as I'm going to go with this film. Again, I, I, I explained why I'm rating it as high as I am, because I think the, the story and the writing are very good. And I wouldn't take any away, anything away from that. All right, all right. Make it a seven. Yeah, I win. You win. Again, this is like the third week in a row. Hmm. <laughs> right, when you feel strong about something, you'll hold out, too. I guess I will. Yeah. You know, this Indian film I have in the background, they go through every every effort to show Indian women cleavage. Like, this guy grabs her, and she's bending forward, and she he's shaking her, so her breasts are moving, jiggling side to side. Uh, that's what I do. <laughs> I didn't realize this film was so risque. That's what you get. Now, I now, mean, I, this is, uh, I don't know. Okay, what's 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 our what's our uh, for best picture right now? What's our scorecard here? How many best picture films have you watched? We've how many have we re- reviewed? We reviewed Django Unchained. Yep. 
we reviewed Les Mis. We just mm-hmm. reviewed Life of Pi. Life of That's Pi. That's three. That's three out of nine. Well, we also reviewed Argo. Oh, that's right. We did. That's four. We Sorry. did Les Mis and Argo. Um, right. So we're we're almost halfway there. We still have Amour, Beast of the Southern Wild, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. Now, out of those, how many have you seen? Uh, I have not seen anything past what we've reviewed. So I have not seen I any thought, of those. I thought you saw Silver Linings Playbook. I have not seen it. Oh, my mistake. For some reason, I thought you did. Okay, so we're five behind. And we have until the 24th. Next week. Next weekend. It, uh, yeah. Yeah, 15. next weekend. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. 17 plus 7, sir. Yeah. Ooh. Wow, so we've got to cram five more Oscar films in, in one week. Yeah, it's well, we got a week. Well, there's a weekend coming up. We'll cram a couple in over the weekend. Well, you know what? There is. A, I have a long holiday. I have, pres- I have Monday off. There you go. That's three films right there. <laughs> Do you have Monday off? Fuck no. <laughs> and now it's a national I have to holiday. Down, and now I have to fly down to uh, Georgia at the end of the month. Oh God. To to represent my company for uh, four days, three days, four days. Well, so that's, that's awesome. Yeah, so um, we're going to work that out, but we, if we record Thursday night, uh, I might be, if everything goes well, I should be available to like to call in and do like a, a short half hour, 45 minute episode with you. Sure. From Georgia. I'd be, so I'd be fine with that. Would oh, you be I wanna, able to do uh, half an hour for strangers too? Yeah, it, it depends. On, I'll, I'll figure out everything by then. It depends on, because I'm sure. If we, could do 30 and th- if we could do 30 and 30 and just do one hour, I think we'd yeah. that'd be great. I've got to weigh logistics, that kind of thing. Sure, sure. Now, I want to very quickly review a film I saw recently. By the way, Valentine's Day is today, and my yes, camera won't focus. Um, <laughs> thank you. There you go. Uh, ask my girlfriend. Said, "Well, what? What? Let's go to the movies this weekend and see a film. What do you want to see? What's the answer I get?" Uh, it's a good day to die hard. Die Hard Five, best yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, baby. There you go. I I so want to see that fucking movie. And you know what I like most about the fact that it's they even made a Die Hard Five is the fact that it's rated R. Yeah, you tell me how many guys across the country right now ask their girlfriend what they wanted to see on on Valentine's Day. How many of those girlfriends responded, "I want to see the new action flick that just came out." Hmm. Fuck yeah! uh, I saw Mayor wanted to see Payback back in the day. Back in the day? What about recently? Wow, we haven't <laughs> been to the movies in a while. <laughs> That's right. You have no life anymore. You have kids. I forgot about I mean, that. I have to see the films alone. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't take my wife with me anymore because someone's got to be watching the kids. Um, but, uh, yeah, back in the day. But that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And now, it, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, too. And I wanted to give a quick, just one-minute review of uh, went to the theater a couple weeks ago and saw um, movie forty-three. Oh, and we we reviewed that, tra- and the trailer was hilarious. And the big question we had was: Is, is this the kind of thing where all the f- the funniest parts of the film were in the trailer? And yeah, pretty much. Oh, really? Yeah, there. Uh, all the gems in the trailer are in the film. And about halfway th- through the film, you really start thinking to yourself, it's like, 
it, long story short, it's a la- it, there's a laziness to the film. Th- instead of just showing humorous clips, they felt the need to make a uh, this kind of like uh, story arc that that explains all the short clips. It's, it's some deranged film producer trying to pitch movies, and so each one is supposed to be part of a movie, which doesn't even make sense because some of them are commercials and it's it's a lot of bullshit. Uh, there's some the the best part of the entire film is that there's a part there in the trailer there's uh the t- two people that are at, at the uh like a supermarket mm-hmm. saying things back and forth to each other fucking awesome that scene that one scene that it was like the writing was great the humor was perfect everything else was like yeah it was funny in the trailer and now you're just like taking it two steps too far is that the scene with emma stone is that emma stone where she the uh, she was accused of uh, you know blowing a hobo a hobo and he, he was, was a wizard or something. He was a wizard. Yeah, it's just a, such a bizarre stream of disjointed uh, uh, double entendres and single entendres and and all this other wacky shit. It's just great. It was like the kind of thing I'd like to write. You know, it's kind of it's. Kind, I'm not going to say it's the kind of thing I write because I haven't written anything specifically like that, but mm-hmm. it's that kind of writing that I gravitate towards, that kind of uh, bizarre, dark humor that's it's, it's just that was it's it, when it comes out on DVD, it's worth seeing it for that scene. And okay. if you do see, and, and just a warning, if you do see it, halfway through the credits, they stop and start a cartoon, uh, uh, like a, a sitcom thing with a cartoon cat. For the love of God, don't watch it. I have to watch it now. Oh, you don't? Because honestly, what happens is you're like, what? you're sitting there in a the theater or you're sitting there watching the DVD. You go, well, okay, you know, this is kind of fun. The best parts were in the trailer, but there was a couple things still I laughed at. And what this wasn't a wasted time. This wasn't a bad film. Then it goes into this bizarre, oh, here's a, here's a, a sitcom with a cartoon cat. And it starts up. And then it's so like, okay, we thought the movie was over and I was kind of forgiving the film. And the film drags you through this shitty, lame, uh, not fit for prime time on whatever station you don't like. It's I'd rather sit through a fucking episode of uh, fa- uh, whatever the fuck that show is with a family, <laughs> family, American fa- Family Guy, fe- not family, Modern family. family, Modern Family, that fucking crap. I rather si- I rather sit through how I how I met your mother. <laughs> I rather sit through an hour of how I met your mother. Then this fucking supposed to be dark humor. You know, you know what, what was funnier? The premiere episode of Ren and Stippy when it came back. Ooh. Yeah, that's how. I actually, I'm watching this thinking I laughed more when. I'm Ren the Stippy. pitcher. You're the catcher. You're the pitcher. I'm the catcher. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that was that was that was highbrow intellectual humor compared to the shit they tagged on the end of this film. I don't even. I can't even. I'm intrigued. You, you, the only I, thing you did was make me want to see it now, same or make here. me make me see that scene at least. Believe me, you, you'll hit the credits and you'll think to yourself, "It wasn't a total waste." I laughed, and then after you get through this little fucking cat thing, you say, "What? What the fuck was? What, what, who did this?" You're gonna yeah. want a name. You're gonna want a name and an address after you're done watching it. It's just ridiculous. So that's my review of that. Okay. All right. I want one of the. Oh, and best movie in the world, dude. What? I, I, I'm sorry. I, we, I know we were doing for a short episode, but I got to give you two more minutes because you, you're going to thank me after I tell you this, Joey. You're going to thank me. I'm going to. Th- okay. Netflix streaming on the weekend. Just okay. relaxing a bit. Flip through. 
and we turn on this. Uh, I forget. I don't even know the name of it. it was a shitty film wi- uh, about Nazis living on the North Pole. Directed oh, v- uh, I, I know the one you're talking about. Um, it's got Busey in it. I haven't seen it, but I I, I have it, and now, I've heard a lot about it. And yeah, horrible. I hear it's really bad. It's really bad. But if you if you manage to sit through it, you understand why it's so bad because everybody's like kind of phoning it in. And you're kind of, except for the, the one guy who thinks he's actually in a real film, and you're trying. It's like, why does everybody seem like they're just phoning it in? And then you realize at the at the beginning of Act Three, they were just waiting for the robot with Hitler's severed head in it to appear. Iron Sky. No, that's not it. That's, that's, I'm talking about the one at the North Pole. A vast virus database. This has is a different updated. one. And and so and I'm thinking of something totally different then. North Pole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. North I don't know Pole. what it, I don't I don't I don't know what it is then. Jake Busey's in it, and again, at the end, a giant robot with Hitler's severed head, and it comes out and starts attacking people, and then it's just like pure, like, what the fuck is this? And you can't, you can't, even though it's a horrible film, it's like, now I have to finish watching this, because uh, <laughs> by, the, by the end of the film, the, there's two characters fleeing across the Antarctic, being followed by the running robot with Hitler's head in it. Oh my god. It's just, it's, what the fuck is this? So, that ends, and like, well, that was kind of fucked it was bad but you could you could almost like like if i someone asked me to be in the film i probably would have just because it had a robot with hitler's severed head in it <laughs> uh, and it's one of those it and it's just you know horribly low budget jake Busey's completely dis- just like he's sleeping through it is it nazis uh, at the center of the earth that's it that's the one <laughs> so after that i'm so watching that now now but after that it was like well all right tell you what we're on a nazi kick let's watch iron sky which you just mentioned Ah, best movie ever. <laughs> when it starts, when it starts, you're like, okay, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. They're, they're going to the moon and they're gonna find a Nazi camp on the moon. It says that in the description. But what they don't tell you is that the moon, the moon landing, is a special promotion to uh, for Sarah Palin's second presidential race. <laughs> This film has President Sarah Palin dealing with moon Nazis attacking the Earth. Now, if that doesn't sell you, <laughs> I got to tell you that the astronaut they kidnap is black. Yeah. And Nazi scientists turn him white <laughs> and send him back to Earth to get some more phone computers to power their giant mega ship on the moon. Uru Kair is in it, and it is, I, I, I shit you not, there was one point where I actually started flashing back to Dr. Strangelove. Really? It, it, I'm not, now, I'm not comparing it to Dr. Strangelove. Oh, I know, I know. But holy shit, it's like every 15 minutes, I was like, every time when I said, you know what, this, all right, that was kind of funny, but this film's, a, it just got better. There is a style and an intelligence. It's this is like a directed video gem, that, and I and I think a lot of people. It's got like a four and a half star rating. On uh, yeah, no, uh, it it it's just one of those films that they just couldn't market to get any kind of a real theatrical release. They just what? couldn't market it. Well, when when I went to see Parker, mm-hmm. they had a trailer. They had the trailer for Olympus is Down. Die Hard in the White House. Oh really? We talked about that. Have you seen no. that trailer? Yet? No, 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 I haven't. What's it called? Olympus is down. Watch Olympus that trailer, 
and then explain to me how they couldn't sell moon Nazis attacking Sarah Palin's second term. <laughs> that trailer makes me want to like hurt somebody. And I and right now I'm going to tell you the best line of the film, Iron Sky. Mm-hmm. Sit down, North Korea. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Sit and and make it to that part of the film, and I guarantee you will. It's just fucking awesome. When when the Nazis attack the Earth, when the right. it's fucking cool. <laughs> they're using they're making it, and, and and they they play it perfectly too because they've been on the moon since they escaped after uh, after the they lost the war. So all so like the technology is advanced, but it's still like ancient advanced. So it's all cogs and gears and stuff. They don't, you know, those computers are still huge, and so like when they when they attack the Earth, they're attacking it in giant space zeppelins, <laughs> and they're dragging giant moon rocks behind them, and they drop the meteors. They hit. It's like fucking brilliant, man. <laughs> it's like now, I mean, if if you if you happen to get high occasionally. That might improve it even more than I enjoyed it. I'm telling you, wow. I was drinking or anything. This film was fucking hilarious. I guarantee. You, watch Iron Sky. I'm gonna do it. And I have Iron Sky. I've had it for a while. I, and I even just not been getting around to it. I, I actually recommend the double feature. Start with Nazis at the center of the earth. It's a bad film. It's ludicrous. It's you know you know where the, the special effects are at the level with Titanic two. Remember that one? We talked about that. Yes. Yes. It's at that level. But okay. it, it's going to piss you off. You're going to be like, oh, this is horrible. Then when robot severed head Hitler appears, <laughs> you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? And that's going to prepare you for the good outlandish Iron Sky. It's the perfect compliment. It's the perfect evening. All right. I'm going to have, maybe I'll watch it later. Sit down, North Korea. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I love it. All right. Are we done? We're done. I just had to, I had to squeeze it in there because I I, just, I haven't laughed I haven't laughed at a film like that in a while. Now it's just <laughs> oh, any film that makes me say what the fuck more than once, I'm good. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we're done. That's uh, it. All right. Cool. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us again for Movie Sucktastic episode 101. Um. What? Hey. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com and download all of our, our podcasts. You can go to iTunes and download them there as well. You can leave us reviews. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. All right, everybody. I'm done. I don't have any more to give you. Oh, we'll give you more next week, baby. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Happy Valentine's Day. We don't know what we're reviewing, but it'll be an Oscar film for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.